Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into the concerns for the team's present and future questions are always welcomed, whether on Twitter, Tim815 on the Anchor Contest Line, or on my Facebook Pre-Arb Excellence group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode, Rizzo to the Bronx again, and ask me questions if I was confusing. Rizzo to the Bronx again. People are seemingly surprised by this offseason. It boggles my mind. It really boggles my mind that people are surprised by what's gone on. I was surprised by the Marcus Stroman signing, I'll be honest. But other than that, this is exactly what I expected to happen. You know, I'll go back to this. When the Cubs signed Andrelton Simmons, I was shocked at myself for not sensing that Andrelton Simmons would make perfect sense for the Cubs. The Cubs are not pot committed to 2022. They're not. They're not. And uh, let's see, Rizzo's contract, two years, 32, something like that. Reasonable offer. Fine, whatever. Uh, as opposed to that, the Cubs have... Um, Frank Schwindel at two years and, what, a million and a half? Something like that. I'm really mind-boggled by people who are surprised by what's going on. I, it, it, wasn't this what, what, what you expected? You know, I can understand people being upset. I can understand people being angry. I can understand pretty much any set of emotions except surprise. This is exactly what I expected. You know, somebody's going to get released and the Cubs will, some, Cubs will pick somebody up on the DFA wire. I'm not surprised by any of this. Nothing is surprising me. I will say one thing, though. The constant drumbeat from Yankees fans, the constant drumbeat of Yankees fans. There's, there, I'm, I'm running into so many of these. This is, this is funny. Um, Yankees should trade for Wilson Contreras. Won't argue that a bit. I won't argue that a bit. Because uh, Contreras should probably at some point get traded, and uh, but Yankees fans with the oh the Yankees should trade uh, Luke Voigt and a prospect. No, <laughs> no, no. Look back at the trade from last July. What was the trade from last July? Walk me through the trade from last July for Anthony Rizzo. Why would Luke Voigt and a prospect be the thing? No, it wouldn't be Luke Voigt and a prospect. It'd be a prospect or two. And Kevin Alcantara was the key main piece going back the other way. Which actually gets to 
my point for this podcast, which is kind of a bit deceptive. I'm going to talk a little bit about Anthony Rizzo. I already have. But mostly, I'm going to talk about people that are a burr under my saddle. I'm going to go a little bit George Carlin, except not that well, not that effectively. When you're talking about fake trades, grasp the concept of what the other team is looking for. Somebody today was jumping me because they said the Cubs ought to trade for it's either Manaya or Montas from the A's. I said, why are the Cubs planning on trading one of their prospects? The other person bounced back, well, why do you think they're going to trade prospects? To which I responded, look at the A's last two trades. Prospect laden. That is what they are after. Before you're going to jump to any sort of a conclusion regarding what a team is after, look at their most recent couple of trades. Especially if they've made a couple of trades in the last, oh, week or so. What specifically are they looking for in trades? Use words. Oh, I see. They traded a veteran I've heard of for four prospects I've never heard of. Then they traded a veteran that I've heard of for two prospects I've never heard of. Oh, it seems to me like they're trading veterans that I've heard of for prospects I've never heard of. See how that works? Cubs, last July. Veteran for prospects, veteran for prospects, veteran for prospects, veteran for prospects, veterans for prospects. That's what they were doing. That's what the Cubs were doing. That's what the A's are doing right now. If you're running a blog, have someone On your staff that you trust, that you know of who isn't on your staff, that actually knows the pipeline. You know, that since teams are trading veterans for prospects, that's the trendy thing. Veterans for prospects is the trendy thing now. Veterans for prospects, because those players that teams are getting, those prospects players or teams are getting, those players that were drafted last draft, they were selected in the last draft. Chase, um, no crap. The guy that the uh, Twins traded to the Reds, Ch uh, right-hander Chase. Is it Chase Burns? I don't know, something like that. Um, Sonny Gray for a first-round draft pick last year. That's the going rate. That's the going rate. That's what people are after now. They want players who they get to develop for 10, 11, 12 years, and you get this guy who is on a contract for a year or two. That's what teams are trying to rebuild for. That's how teams are trying to rebuild now. We will give you one or two years of this guy, 
and you give us 11 years of that other guy. That's what teams are after. That's what teams are looking for. If the Cubs are going to trade Wilson Contreras, and they very well might, they're not interested in Luke Voigt. The Cubs can go off to the waiver wire at any point in the next, oh, four or five weeks and find some first baseman who just done got released and would probably be willing to sign for a, oh, I don't know, one-year, million-and-a-half-dollar contract and fill in as the team's DH. No, no player trade involved, nothing. Just go out and, yeah, we're going to pick this guy up. There's no reason to tie into a trade Luke Voigt. If the Cubs are trading Wilson Contreras, it's going to be for prospects. These things should not come as a surprise to you if you are trying to represent the Cubs or the Yankees or anybody else in regards to what's going to happen in baseball this year, you should probably have someone you talk to that is somewhat conversant in player development, minor leagues, the draft, something along those lines. Otherwise, you are failing your readers. I know it's popular, it's fun, it's trendy. Say, I wish the Cubs would have signed Anthony Rizzo. The Cubs should have signed Chris Bryant. The Cubs should. They didn't come to terms. Didn't come to terms with Baez. Didn't come to terms with Rizzo. The goal is not to bring back veteran player for a three or four year deal it's not the goal it's not the goal at least not that i've seen so far tom ricketts realizes if he has a low cost lineup he's going to have more than enough money coming in for him to do fairly well this year financially. He's not worried. As long as he's making boatloads of money, he's fine. He's good with that. You might not be. I might not be. Our opinions don't matter. What does matter is what Tom Ricketts thinks. Anthony Rizzo signed with the Yankees because the Yankees are actually trying to compete a little bit. The Yankees thought two years, 32, was good for Rizzo. Rizzo thought two years and 32 with the Yankees is probably about as good as he's going to get. So it goes. The Cubs would probably rather roll with Frank Schwindel at first base, making league minimum, because I don't know if I mentioned this or not, but Frank Schwindel is making league minimum. And there are going to be plenty of players who are available between now and the start of the season that are available for basically, um, what's the word I want to use? League minimum. Tom Ricketts is not 
committed to contending in 2022. What he wants to do is have Jed Hoyer and Carter Hawkins develop a pipeline where internally as many of the questions are answered as possible and go with it from there. That's what Tom Ricketts is interested in, irrespective of what you are interested in, irrespective. Because after, actually, what I think doesn't matter, what you think doesn't matter. What matters to Tom Ricketts is what matters to Tom Ricketts. Shouldn't come as a surprise. Any more than the Yankees signing Anthony Rizzo. Have a great day.